personally, I think black women should do whatever the fuck they want to do. Hi friends, if you are new here or just scrolling through, my name is B, and I am super passionate on building a community of women who are self-loving, self-validating, and most of all confident. So if that sounds like your speed, consider subscribing. Today we are going to be discussing, ooh, this one is, is going to be a little heavy. Um, I was really contemplating um, discussing this, but I feel like it's really, really important because I keep seeing uh, reoccurring themes of this. But today we're going to be discussing... Um, do black women collectively embrace and love their natural hair specifically my high maintenance type 4 sisters out there so um, if you guys are of black culture um, whether you are anywhere in the diaspora of um, black American black Caribbean afro Latina whatever you identify as you know how um, important your crown and how important um, your hair is to your image um, and I feel like being a woman in general um, hair comes with a huge, huge, huge connotation as to whether or not, um, you know, you deem yourself as physically attractive or not. Um, now, it doesn't take away from what you look like as far as your, your face, but I do feel like it does weigh heavily as far as your physicality. Um, and I do want to address uh, several topics today um, regarding texturism, a little bit of colorism and also maybe a little bit of featureism as well um, but I want to also emphasize that it's really important when we are approaching these conversations that we are having a bit of empathy um, and that we are leaving empathy on the table um, because everybody's experiences are their own and we all come down here to this beautiful beautiful earth um, with different life perspectives and backgrounds um, so I want to first uh, start with uh, just reevaluating um, some situations that I've been seeing on Twitter regarding hair and uh, texturism and featureism. So first uh, situation I uh, noticed was the Deja Harris, uh, T.I.'s daughter, um, approaching uh, Twitter uh, with the sentiments that she hates her uh, 4C hair, her type 4C hair. Um, and again, if you aren't in the Black American culture, if you aren't in Black culture at all, um, you may not be familiar with the typecasting system of hair. Um, but type 4 hair is a hair type that is typically uh, coily, um, it's typically tighter curls, and specifically 4C is um, uh, a hair type that is uh, deemed as uh, not as attractive all around, uh, which is crazy to me. So uh, she took to Twitter voicing her concerns about how she doesn't feel like it fits her. She uh, feels sorry for girls who have that hair type and she feels like it's unmanageable, um, which is really, really sad. So just given the background of T.I.'s daughter, Deja, um, she is on the lighter spectrum. Uh, she has a biracial mother, I believe, and T.I. is on the lighter um, side, but uh, he has uh, African features. Uh, because his hair type is 4C and she said specifically that she hates that she inherited her dad's hair um, which is really really sad and maybe it's because you know uh, typically uh, us multiracial people who grow up with black mothers they know kind of how to do um, black hair but I believe that her mom is biracial or multiracial of some sort and um, she does not have the same type uh, hair as her daughter Deja. Um, so Deja, typically when you look at her, when I looked at her, I was doing a little bit of research and I saw that she typically wears her hair in um, weave styles. Um, she'll have protective styles, wigs, lace fronts, whatever, all of that stuff. And let me also preface this by saying I am pro women, black women, 
uh, Asian women, Latin women, whatever, doing whatever they want to do to make themselves feel beautiful. But we do have to challenge the thought that is this an act of self-love or is this an act of self-hate? So when we're exploring this idea, I was looking at Deja and I noticed that she typically does wear hairstyles that are looser texture or straight hair because you could wear lace lace front styles that, you know, have curly hair or textures that look similar to you. And I do see that she does have some styles that are kind of like that. But um, yeah, when I was looking at that, I was really thinking about it. And um, then something else came across my desk when I was scrolling on Twitter. And that was the Zendaya situation. So on the flip side, we have somebody who is also on the lighter spectrum because she is biracial and this is Zendaya. You guys know that she is a, a very, very, very popular mainstream um, Disney star. She was a actress, dancer, and um, I think she even models now and she even sings, I believe. Um, but she was sported, uh, she was seen sporting a 4C wig and the collective outrage that she received for wearing a 4C style was crazy to me. So the arguments there was that um, 4C hair should be something that's gatekeeped and that biracial should not be wearing this hairstyle um, because it's seen as um, a, a false promotion or, you know, fake uh, advocacy or fake support, which I think is crazy because I think that um, the hairstyle, I thought the hairstyle looked great on her. I thought she looked great in it. Um, and it, it just goes to show like if you have a beautiful face um, or if you have uh, just a, a gorgeous face, it doesn't really matter as far as your hairstyle. Yes, hair can add to it because I believe that hair is an accessory. But I believe that um, someone, it's not gonna take away from your, your beauty necessarily just because you have 4C hair, which is crazy because when you look at Deja, she said that it doesn't fit her. But when I was looking at Zendaya, I was like, oh, that actually looks kind of cute on her. But it was um, wild to me that, um, you know, we talk so much about embracing our natural hair and embracing our uh, beauty, natural beauty, but when other people are wearing it, you know, we want to police them wearing it. So is it an act of self-love or is it fake advocacy? I don't know. I guess that's up for debate. You guys let me know how you feel in the comments. I thought that Zendaya looked beautiful. I think that Deja looks beautiful. I'm sure if she sported her natural hair or um, uh, a lace front wig with uh, similar to her hair texture, it's not going to take away from the face that she's a gorgeous girl um, regardless. And it's so sad to see that she's not embracing um, her natural beauty in that sense. But again, I'm pro women doing whatever the F they want um, to make themselves feel good. Uh, so then the other situation I saw was probably the most uh, disheartening. Um, and it's kind of goes to the featurism as well as the texturism um, in the black community. Um, and it was the Mike Epps situation. He received a lot of flack um, most recently uh, with him face tuning uh, his daughter. So he has a daughter um, with a multiracial, we'll say a multiracial woman. Um, I'm not sure about her ethnic makeup or her um, nationality or race exactly, but it looks like she's some sort of admixture of black. And I thought it was crazy that he face tuned his daughter um, to make her look more um, ambiguous, I suppose. And um, more specifically, I saw that uh, he, he took the child's beautiful curly hair and um, made his, her hair look straight. And then he posted it on Instagram with the caption, her hair. So um, you could see that he blatantly, you know, changed the texture of his child's hair, which is wild to me because um, there was nothing wrong with her curls before. Um, change the texture of her hair to something that is more like straight or European. And it really just had me thinking like, do we collectively as people, 
uh, practice self-love when it comes to our hair and how can we build better relationships with our hair even if we want to wear a protective style if we want to wear it out or if we want to wear it up or you know don't want to have our baby hairs done and slicked down like why do we have such a bad relationship with our hair or a tainted one at least and this doesn't apply for all women but i'm just saying collectively um i feel like we do need to explore this topic a little bit more and then it had me thinking about the blue ivy situation too um with people coming up with petitions uh, years ago when she was younger on um you know finding uh, stylists to do her hair and there was nothing wrong with this hair she was just a black child like um, just because you know we see Beyonce and Beyonce wears her hair a certain way because that's a part of her branding um, but we see Blue Ivy kind of took on more features of her dad who is a black man and there's nothing wrong with um, her her hair there was nothing wrong it was just type 4 hair um, so I feel like with type four girls, if you're a type four girl, you know, drop it down, leave me a purple heart. Let me know that you're type four by leaving a purple heart. Um, you know, I feel like we do need to build better relationships, whether we are fully natural or if we like to wear protective styles and wear wigs. And um, I feel like it's a huge topic because, you know, we come from a systemic history of not being able to wear our hair a certain way. Um, there was laws placed uh, for us not to wear our hair a certain way. And then when we started embracing our hair, um, you know, on the flip side, we got flack from the black community and uh, flack from the white community. So it's like, you know, what are we supposed to do? So I feel like at this point, you embrace whatever style, however you want to wear your hair, you wear it, but rocking that and just being happy with it. When I was in high school, I was probably one of the few girls, this is before the natural hair movement really took on. I was one of the few girls in my high school that wore her natural hair. And you guys, I had to grow so much from that word nappy. Uh, I was called everything in the book just because I wore my hair and I was a type four hair. I didn't have, you know, loose uh, curls or wavy curls. My hair was just curly because that's just how I came to this earth and I'm fine with that. So um, growing in that self-acceptance was something that I had to do way back when from high school. So. With that, I had a few questions that kind of came to mind. The first question was, why was um, hair such a big issue? And I feel like it's a systemic history of um, policing our hair from um, you know, dominant society. Uh, and then there came a point when we embraced that um, during a certain time period. And now we're kind of re-seeing that again. Um, this is like the second wave of us kind of going through um, embracing our natural beauty. Uh, and then two, the other question that came about was, um, do black women collectively uh, practice self-love with type 4 hair? And I would say not necessarily, not collectively. I don't think that it's something that we are embracing. I think we're moving towards that, which is great um, because there's a difference between um, practicing self-love and self-acceptance. So you can accept your hair um, for what it is and not necessarily like it. Maybe you feel more comfortable with your hair straightened because I know I went through a phase where I was wearing my hair um, straighten a lot and I even relaxed it at one point if this was after high school um, And I just grew to accept that hey, this was the hair like my hair is just type 4 and that's okay um, And I was okay with wearing it straight But now I kind of like do whatever I want with it because it's my hair and I feel like it doesn't take away from my face It doesn't take away from my body. It doesn't take away from me. The other thing uh, does wearing weave or altering uh, It in any way show self-hate 
And I would say not necessarily either. While it doesn't show self-love in its truest form, I don't think that it necessarily demonstrates uh, self-hate. So I hope that answers your question. Should black women continue to do this to their hair or should they start embracing their natural hair? Um, me personally, I think black women should do whatever the fuck they wanna do. However, I do feel like in some ways we are taking away um, from our natural beauty. I feel like we're, uh, when you really think about it, if you're laying down all of the features of the different types of people that um, exist here, whether, you know, whatever race, I feel like black women are, honestly the most exotic like we have the most unique features out of all of the different races so in some way i do feel like it's taking away um from their beauty um when we do participate in some of the different styles like uh maybe the different textures and stuff i feel like uh naturally i like to see black women uh with hairstyles that look like that that exist in your texture or whatever um, so when I say that, if it's straightened hair, like if I have my straight hair, you guys see me before, I have um, straight hair that's similar to my texture. It's not too silky. It kind of has a little bit of a flavor to it. It's a little bit of spice to it. Um, maybe I'll like, you know, do perm rods or something. Or if I have a, a unit or a wig, it, it may be curly and it may be wavy or something. Um, but I feel like when I do too much of it, if it's too excessive, it's like I'm taking away from my natural beauty. I hope that explains. I hope that explains it. We'll see. But if you guys disagree or whether you agree, just let me know in the comments and we can have a discussion down there. I also feel like it's important for me to point out, and I've, I might have said in this before in like a previous video, but I do feel like God loves variety. That's why he created um, black women. That's why he created uh, different types of women, Indian women, Pakistani women, Asian women, you know, Latino women. That's why there's such variety because I feel like God really does love variety. And I do want uh, women in general, whether you are black, blue, yellow, green, watching this, I would love for you to embrace your, your beauty and find ways to enhance it in your own unique way. Because again, um, there's a reason why variety exists and different people like different things. And um, in some ways, I do feel like we do take away from um, the beauty that we are naturally given uh, when we are participating in color contacts and all these crazy stuff that just doesn't always exist uh, within the diaspora. And while you're finding ways to uh, grow in your beauty um, and your physicality, you should also grow in your self-love. And one of the ways that you can do that is by joining the Facebook community. You can tune into the podcast, tune into me, uh, subscribe to this channel for more content like this, and also join the uh, Six, Feet, uh, Six Feet of Selfish Bootcamp, where we are transmuting our lives and transmuting that negative energy um, that we may have had, all those negative placements that we had uh, in before in our lives where people uh, necessarily didn't like what came out of us naturally. We're transmuting that and making ourselves the main characters in our lives again. And uh, when you guys are truly walking in the uh, freest form of self-love, I promise you, you become magnetic. It doesn't matter how you wear your hair or how you style your hair, whether you have a lace front or you got your natural hair out or if it's an afro, um, you become so magnetic to this world and a people magnets and people just fall in love with you the more that you fall in love with yourself so if you guys made it down this far the least you could do is leave me a purple heart and whether you agree disagree like or dislike the video just let me know um and we can continue the conversation down below in the comments because i know you guys are going to go wild with this one but i hope that you guys have a great day and i'll see you guys in the next one bye